Hello and welcome to Quality Time in Quarantine, a mini-series devoted to social and emotional learning. My name is Ian Combrink-Ram, and today's episode is about... Actually, I'm not going to give it away just yet. I promise you'll figure out the theme before the episode's over. Today I want to do something a bit different. Instead of tips and tricks that you can use while in quarantine, I'm going to tell you some stories. Real stories about real people. Let's start with the story of a little girl in Mississippi. This little girl started her life in poverty. She was born to a teenage mother in rural Mississippi. Very early on, she felt unwanted because she was passed off from mom to grandmom to father before she was 14. During her early stages, she was also treated very poorly. In fact, one time she was punished by her grandmother for putting her fingers in a bucket of water she was retrieving from the well. Then she was punished again because her new dress was dirty after the first punishment. The poor treatment and passing off made the little girl feel unwanted and lonely. The only reprieve from these feelings she had was when she was praised by her church while reading in front of the congregation. In front of the crowd, she felt respected and safe. This ultimately helped her find a career talking in front of people. That career blossomed until this young girl became a huge success with a name known around the world. This is the story of Oprah Winfrey. Here's another one. A 39-year-old man was vacationing with his family in New Brunswick, Canada. His life had been fairly ordinary up until this day. He was getting some success in his work and had created a great image for himself in the public. While on his vacation, he spent a day sailing with some of his children and wife. That night, he went to bed not knowing it would be the last day that he would walk without assistance for the rest of his life. The next morning, he woke and could not use his legs. They were paralyzed from a disease that was sweeping the country at the time. He tried everything he could after his diagnosis to cure the paralysis, but nothing worked. So, he accepted his fate, knowing that his disability would make his life forever that much more of a challenge. With this realization also came fortitude. This man resolved to not let his disability define him, so he continued with his aspirations of success. It's a good thing that he did, too, because this is the story of Franklin Delano Roosevelt, the only president to be elected more than two terms and the leader that helped us recover from the Great Depression. These two stories are great examples of how we can overcome obstacles. Oprah and FDR did not let their barriers hold them back. They pushed through and came out the other side stronger and more resilient. For these next stories, I want you to imagine yourself in the situation. So imagine you have just graduated college are married with kids. Then suddenly your world is turned upside down when you find yourself divorced, jobless, and a single parent. You feel like the biggest failure in the world and scared for your future. Not wanting your children to feel as hopeless as you, you begin to tell them stories of fantastical worlds full of wonder and hope. Suddenly, these stories spark your imagination and inspiration. You begin to write the stories down. You find that people of all ages really enjoy hearing about these tales of brave heroes overcoming the worst luck a person could have. The next thing you know, your story is on the shelf of almost every child and on the screen of every theater. This magical story is none other than that of Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling. Now, imagine you're a young person, just starting life on your own. The next thing you know, you lose your job. You decide to not let the firing affect you, so you start your own business. It fails. You decided to, again, not let the failure define you. You run for state government. While serving in office, your sweetheart dies, throwing you into a fit of depression. You keep working though, and try to better yourself in your career and run for state house speaker. You lose. 
you still keep working to better yourself and eventually muster the strength to run for US Congress, you lose again. Ever the fighter, you try again and finally succeed, only to lose renomination two years later. Continuing to fight, you run for the Senate, you lose. You run for vice president, you lose. You run for Senate again, you lose. All of this failure would make anyone feel defeated. But luckily for us, you continue to fight. You run for president and win, which the nation is grateful for because while in office, you will have to navigate a nation divided and the Civil War. These epic failures were the experience of President Abraham Lincoln, who like J.K. Rowling did not let their failure define them. Instead, they learned from their mistakes and used the lessons to create successes. All of these stories are a testament of the strength of the human spirit. When obstacles come our way, it is easy to feel defeated, but there is evidence to prove that the fight is worth it in the end. One of the best lessons I could ever teach my students is that failure is not the end. Failure gives us the best lessons we can learn, and if we learn from them, then our chances of success increase the next time we try. My challenge this week is to try something you have a good chance of failing at. Nothing that can cause bodily harm, but try something that is very challenging. And when you fail, which you probably will, learn from the mistake and try again. I leave you with this last tip. There is a powerful word that we have in our vocabulary that when used correctly can change a failure to a lesson and an eventual success. That word is yet. The next time you miss the mark on a goal, instead of saying I didn't succeed, say I didn't succeed yet. Adding that one syllable word changes the entire way of thinking and gives us a chance to try again. Thanks for listening. See you next time.